Silence of the Squirrels, Traveling, and Holiday Cards. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. saying hi 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 melissa very happy very everything happy to you happy all things what's up girl all the things i'm back in my house things are yours and some things are mine all the things are mine (laughs) um amy comes to us direct express from three road trips and i don't know what 10 days in prague it was a lot it was a lot. It was a lot. Yes. You know so what was a lot, I don't even Amy? I know where I've been. Go for it. What was a lot was, I don't know, the morning <laughs> you're deciding to travel home. Oh, here we go. Uh, okay. Dear listener, I'm sure you're aware, if you're a regular listener, that Amy and I are on a group chat. I'm sure you're aware Amy's on 100 group chats, right? She has Too one many, for each fact. kid um, when they played lacrosse with this team and that stuck around and I still talk to these women from that I have one from this kid who was both sailing and now a college group and a this group and a friend group from blah 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 and then the other kid who the one who's actually in Prague and this group of right she has I would say my favorite is it's and you you're responsible for a, a significant portion of this in addition to so for our our friend group alone there are four group chats going, and none of them make any sense. One has nine people in it. One has 11 people in it. One has seven people in it. One has 13 people in it. And they're all the same fucking people. It's just a question of, like, this one has your husband, and this one doesn't, or this one has both of your work phone and your home phone. It's like, stop it. We can consolidate. You're all the same fucking people. Knowing you that all, We're all getting the same messages. Knowing that there's 13 <laughs> from just this group of bitches, and she has so many groups of bitches. She must have, like, 30, I would say, 28 group chats having put that well, in the back let's, of your take head. A, let's take a let's take a boob leg before you even get to what you want to say because other groups do this i don't know that our group does this but other group chats do this where you got five anchor people right the five households are connected right through this one chat and some is with the thing and then somebody does something stupid in the group chat and then two of them break off and now I got a one, two, three person group chat laughing at the five person group chat. Because can you believe? Blah, 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 blah. So now I have all these like commentary on the chat. It's like, oh, my God, roll the eyes. There's too many. There's too many sideline group chat chip chats. It's too much. I don't know how the Secret Service does it. I can't keep track. Somebody's going to get shot. That's what I know. You just volunteered very interesting information to me. But um, yeah. so it's true. So it's true. If Amy has 24, 29 separate group chats, uh, 13 of which we're responsible for from the crazy group of I, I like your turkey sound. Do you want to do that for me again? I already have it as a drop. I love it so much. Um, why did this? Why did this happen? Why did I do that on command? I think, why do I give you what you ask? Uh, why does? Anyone, Are you a wizard? Why does anyone? Are give you me? a Spengali? <laughs> Something? Do you have control? You have that power. We started by saying you have that power. Maybe. And now you've proven it against. Stop! Stop working your neck. I know you do. So Amy spends. <laughs> how long were you there? It's Ten days? Seven? Nine days? Yeah, something. A very long time. In Prague, and the day, she wakes up early, I'm sure, gets on a plane to head home for nine-hour flight, whatever it is. It's it's not fucking 24 hours, which is what I'm doing in March, so I'm so jealous of you. It doesn't matter. As soon as she gets on that plane and her family gets on the next one, two hours later, 
there's um, a crazy person who is in Prague and who shoots up something and immediately going into panic mode are all of the people on 24 separate group chats. They are all frenzied. They are all trying to find out if Amy and her family and everyone else got successfully on a plane or where are they now or what the fuck is going on because they can't find her. Those of us who are trying to track her phone because we're slightly stockish can't find her. So it's, what did she say? 13 of us, 30 from child two, the 67 from the break off checkout. Every neighbor, every coach, every teacher, every family member. And it gets even more complicated. I don't even know if you're aware of this part. So I was on just the way I went there before my son was there finishing up his uh, study abroad. So I went a day or two early to literally help him move out of his apartment into our hotel And then the way the finals schedule worked for the other two kids at home, instead of us all going on the same day, they came two days later. So I went on Thursday. They arrived on Sunday morning, right? Okay, so they flew all day Saturday. So I was there early, which also meant I left on a different flight than everyone else left. It's just our, that's how it happened. So on the morning that I left, it was the dreaded morning of the event, the incident, okay? So I was leaving very early in the morning, meaning I had to be at the airport. I was going to be wheels up at 8.30 in the morning, right? So that's leave here. You're not far from the airport, but you got to get there. It's an international flight, et cetera. I get all the way out there. I got started in the dark. I left the hotel at whatever time it was, 6 in the morning, right? Sitting in the airport. That's when I realized I hadn't bothered to grab a phone charger. Oh, shit. I'm alone. (laughs) Oh, shit. So I'm alone. Embarking on my basically 18 hours, I think it ends up being probably was like 11 or 13 hours. It was going to be a long day of travel with no charger and no one to ask because I'm alone. But people love to help, Amy. They sure do. So I already decided, what can I do here? I can buy one in Prague that is not going to work in 10 minutes when I leave this place because it's the wrong plug. Right. So I was like, okay. So the phone, and I hadn't really charged it up the night before because I just wasn't even thinking about it. So I want to say I was at like 70% before I left. And I was like, do you know what? I'll just be judicious. It'll be fine. So Did you I put also, your phone on low power mode? I just didn't fool with it. I was tired. I ate my croissant. I sat there. I people watched. I got on the plane. I had purchased a nice level of seat. So I they had so all jealous. the shit, all the... Watchy this, accoutrement, that, a pillow, a pillow, a blanket, a toothbrush, all the shit. They would give me all the stuff, slippers, shit, easy. So I'm like, okay, all right, I'm fine. Here we go. And I didn't really think about it or worry about it. I just relied on the plane to entertain myself. So effectively, I put the plane in airplane mode so that I could call an Uber when I got home. Quick side note, I also didn't bring a house key. So I'm arriving home with no ability to call a ride and no way to get into my house when I get there. So super fun all around. Anyway, turned the phone on airplane mode and then just left it under the seat. Didn't look at it, didn't use the Wi-Fi in flight, didn't do any of this stuff. And when I was in the air, that's when the shooting occurred. So I didn't even realize that a mile away, less than a mile away from where my family was, the shooting was occurring while they're driving through it. Like I'm like, none of this. So the creepiest part of this whole fucking thing is when the plane lands, 
easily nine, 10 hours later, everyone coming back from Prague, going directly to Atlanta, direct flight, right? Everybody was, I would say, it was a 90% American plane. So much so, we had an American Atlanta-based crew. So our from flight started in Prague with all Americans. Like, so it was just very, very, we're already home, right? That's the mindset. Yeah, once if you, you got fly on the to plane. Walt Disney, if you fly to Orlando on a business trip, guaranteed you're going to see some Mickey ears. It feels like a vacation flight. If you fly to Des Moines, it doesn't feel like a vacation flight. So I'm just saying, flying from Prague to Atlanta felt like everyone is coming home from their European wintry holiday back to real life. So almost all the phone, and it was an early flight, so we were all kind of sleepy. They did the dark thing around. They don't really feed you till later. So all of a sudden we're coming, you know, then everybody starts sort of rustling around and fixing their stuff and turn on the phones. And then you hear this bing, 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 Oh, bing, 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 bing. Oh, oh. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So now I'm trying to find my phone. That's when we, that's when sort of the whole plane woke up from this place we just left, had experienced something that everybody had a connection to and now everyone was in the same, you know, gasp state of what do we do? So I'm on the plane trying to figure out how can I answer 9,000 texts when I also have to conserve my battery life so I could get home to my fucking house. Anyway, it all worked out. It all worked out. So it was a creep out on both sides. I got a creep out too. In addition to the event itself, super horrific and super sad. Don't want to bring everybody down. It's just we live in that world now. But it also, I came away from it feeling that we are, I am so, I'm in a blessed bubble. Again, everything just sort of bounces around and off me. And I just could not be more grateful. Thank you. That's for me. I enjoy this protection. I cherish it. I want more of it. I want a bigger bubble for more people to be in it. I want us all protected. And thank you for it. Amen. Bring me more. So. I love your that's for I me. I mean, my. Yeah. My traffic wasn't even disrupted. Do you know what I'm saying? Like the even even the thing of I I could have very easily just missed my flight. Right, shut it down. In addition down, to not being touched by response, this, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so to take an ugly, selfish thing about it, it's like it just didn't touch me at all. Other than like the momentary, oh God, I was standing on that bridge yesterday. My son took classes in that building. Like all the fucking things. Yikes. Anyway, so that was kind of a super harsh reality after a really dreamy, fun, crazy, relaxed trip. It was very relaxed Dear in listener, a way that I felt, I felt lazy about it. Have you seen the Hallmark movie, um, and by that I mean any of them, around, around <laughs> Christmas time where so-and-so is traveling out of country and they're going to, and we all roll our eyes, the Christmas market, blah, blah, blah. Amy spent 10 days going from Christmas market to museum Christmas market. She lived, uh, well, from the pictures I've seen, she lived a Hallmark week. And you haven't even seen the pictures. First of all, my favorite thing to do when I go to museums, I don't, I don't know that it's a thing for me to, I set it up as if it's like this habit that I have, but I've learned this is what I end up doing. I take pictures of stuff in such a stupid way. I notice things as they're not intended, and I find it hilarious. So, for example, we were in the National 
you know, History Museum or the Museum of Prague or whatever. It was one of these big old giant, we got a lot of shit in here museums. So it included fine art, but it also in sculpture and all this, you know, glorious stuff that you would go. But then it had like a room full of fucking rocks, you know, and geodes. And it's like, really? And a bunch of shit like this. And then pretend dinosaurs that they all do. Okay. So it was, you know how they all do the, why are you looking at me? Because like the it's the dinosaur mannequin. one that I want you to share that I saw a okay. picture of. So, <laughs> so, case, so case in point, so case in point, <laughs> we really went there. We, our kids are, are a little, a little too old to be interested in the natural history portion of the Nash natural history museum. So, you know, they walked in, they humored me. We, we walked up the elaborate steps. It just, the building itself was part of the reason to go so dramatic, so stunning. Then you get into the, hey, let's see some dinosaurs, kids. So we go into the dinosaur area, and you, 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 can, you can get there pretty quickly that we don't have dinosaurs now. So in a dinosaur exhibition, someone has had to invent what it was really like to be a dinosaur. They've had to guess. They've had to put some skin on it. They've had to position the thing. So, like, what are dinosaurs doing in their day-to-day? Are they walking around eating berries? Are they maybe looking at a sunset, having a cocktail with friends? What are they doing, right? In Prague, the dinosaur is dangling upside down in midair with giant chunks of his flesh exposed because he is simultaneously being mauled by four sharks as they swirl him to his death. And his tongue is protruding from his mouth and his eyes rolled back in his head. So some sculptor decided, I know what let's do. Let's show a, a ravaged dinosaur mid-death moment with the tongue out. I mean, it, the, the, little, the only thing they didn't have was two X's on his face. It was the weirdest fucking... So they, they did this elaborate display in the middle of nothing, in the air. It's not, so you're supposed to envision the ocean around him as he dies. Like they put a lot of thought into this fucking creepy tableau and it's huge. It's so big and so fucking weird. And how I did you it. label oh, it? Oh, I love it so much. And how did you label it? Let's, <laughs> I don't remember. Let's go see some dinosaurs, kids. And then you walk into the room. Rah! Like it's just craziness. It's craziness. So, the thing I'm saying is when I go into the museum, what I did through the whole sculpture gallery is I like to pose with the sculptures and as the sculptures. And also they have so many sculptures in Prague because I guess they, they're old, number one. Like they're, they've got a long enough history that they can have important people. And then they also have a lot of important people. So they bronzed <laughs> them all. And do you know what I mean? Like in America, who are we going to put in sculptures? Like Colonel fucking Sanders. That's it. Like I don't know who else we would put. Nice face. I don't know who we're going to fucking put in our sculpture museum. We don't have one. It's the answer. I assume, okay. I assume so our founding and fathers and artists and... Johan and Carl and Mlik Mlik and all the people. They were all in there. Yeah. And they're all lined up. But my other favorite thing is this happened in Italy. My other favorite thing is I guess these sculptors get bored, right? Because not all of them are happy. So the people in the... You, it takes a long time to sculpt someone. And their faces are like they just farted or they bit their tongue, or they're rolling their eyes, or they can't fucking believe this guy. One of them was even pointing at somebody else like, fuck you. They were hilarious. So I have this whole big, long cutaways. Oh, my God, and the Jesuses. The Jesuses were as bad as that fucking dinosaur. He was ridiculous. He was, like, all fucked up and had giant jabs and, like, the medieval-looking Jesus. Yeah. He... Like, okay, Jesus, here's how it works if you're not a Christian. Jesus was nailed to a cross, yep. 
and hung there until he died as a human, right? Yep. And then there's a spiritual story that lives beyond all this. But the human body died in full view of everybody. And that's how they killed a lot of people that time, that time of the time of the year. Okay. So they really focused like the dinosaur story. Yeah. They really focused on how we're gonna kill this Jesus. So they have him up on the cross. Everybody's wearing in this in this medieval painting on like a piece of board or some shit with gold all over it so everybody's there and they have all their fancy garb and they're down at the bottom crying oh fuck jesus dying it sucks uh. they're all at the bottom right and then jesus is up on the cross all naked ripped up by gone, sharks ribs and bo- bones sticking out his neck is snapped his head is out to the side it's just not There's what blood, you see like, here what is happening in the Czech republic his teeth his teeth is jacked up and like, rah. I mean, wow, guys, I, you, you know what? Here's how it works. Here's how it works. When you say death, I get there. I get that he's dead. Yeah. I get it. I get that it was the death, yeah. right? I, they really focused on the torture thing. And there were a lot of torture museums. Like, I feel like maybe torture is part of their deal in the sense that it's like life is cold here. And you're going to die. Get ready. Like, that seems to be an undercurrent of a lot of what's happening. Because there was a lot of that shit. Very, very fun and creepy in a, in a hilarious, I've never seen anything like this kind of a way. In addition to, and then you walk outside and it's like, gingerbread and dropping snow and we're so happy. Now you die. Like, it's a very weird combination that of dichotomy shit. is disturbing. So, I have to tell you, though. so great. But if it were here, the <laughs> only thing Americans would care about was would be was Jesus white. That's the only thing they would really care about. Like he they, was kind of he was very dirty, but he wasn't even white. He was like um the color of a burned bone. Do you know what I mean? So it, it, like everybody else Yeah, had I have I'm a Jew. Ca- I Caucasian have skin. Passover. I have a shank on that on that Passover plate, Seder plate. Sure. I know what burned bone looks like. Yep. Yep. <laughs> He, he was super ashy looking like it. First of all, makes you feel for Jesus because you're like, dude, they did you wrong. That's not how I love the on. holidays. We could fix, fix this. The holidays are great. <laughs> Anybody want to whitewash this a little for the children while you're at it? I hear there's a dinosaur in desperate need in the next room. <laughs> oh, my God. I just have so much fun. Did you get? And that's the other thing. They're just. Go ahead. I was going to ask, did you get everybody home safely? Has everybody slept for at least a couple of nights and and then. We came home. We only had a one-day turnaround. Oh, my God. And un- <laughs> unbelievable. Well, unbelievably, we managed it with precision. I would have – it was scheduled to be managed with precision, but I didn't really think we'd be able to pull it off. So here's what happened. Everybody eventually showed up at the house. Great. All safe, all healthy. Thank God. Amen. Yes. Okay. Small we exhale. Yeah. Went to sleep. Went to sleep for the requisite four hours that our bodies oh would allow. Oh, my God. And then one by one, one by one, they rose, walked to the laundry room, deposited their dirty clothes into the washing machine, one after the other, after the other, after the other, took them out, folded them, put them in a different bag, and the next morning at at 7 a.m., wheels up. We were driving. We were out of the house at 7 a.m. the next morning, and we made it to Delaware in record time, six and a half hours. Holy shit, that's amazing. Well, we didn't stop, so it's we've got a car that can handle it on one tank of gas, and we had anyway. It was a long fucking drive and day, but of course, the idea is you can spend all day driving and stopping and starting, or you could just get there and then be relaxed there, which is what we did. So, and then we had four days in Delaware, and I came home last night, and here I am, 
bright and early. I've already been to the gym this morning. Well, I wasn't. I drove there, dropped someone, drove back, picked him up. And here I am potting with you. So happy morrow. You were gone for, I mean, not counting the seven minutes <clears> of <throat> nap, laundry, repack, and head out. You were gone for like two weeks. Yeah, it's about that. In it's that two weeks, a more. what'd you do with your mail? I'm th- pretty sure. <laughs> I don't have any idea. Either my husband stopped it yeah. or the neighbors got it. I don't know. Oh, and that's how I got in, number one. So one of the things that I did, I prioritized it before responding to everyone's texts. I'm sorry to tell you. But, of course, this was a twofer because some of the people who were texting me to make sure I was okay are some of the people I was texting back saying, yes, I am. And you know what? Do you, you have, have a key, key to my, my house? house? Would, you mind? <laughs> yeah. Would you mind? I know that you do. Would you mind putting it under my um, – because there were like five people with keys to the house. So I was like, would you please put it under the mat on the porch so that I can get in? And the good news for me is not only did they do that, but they left me some homemade cinnamon rolls. Yay! So that was delicious. Fucking Tiblet. Why don't I live near her? Super good. So have you Super good. have you so anyway. gotten your mail yet? No, I don't think so. So maybe he put a stop to it. Yeah. Here's what I know of the little that I know. So I have a sizable I have a sizable gift wrap set up. Time was I thought about making a gift wrap Room. station yeah. in my home. I could that see was you doing that. Yeah. And I'm okay. So instead, and I've had multiple locations for all of the shit. And it's and now it's portable, but it's an event. So there's three different sort of giant rolling bins that they used to be under the bed. Now I finally decided I'm keeping them in the garage. I cleared off a couple of shelves in the garage. They went well. Reason I'm telling you this, gang, is because when I carried them in prior to leaving for Prague to wrap a few last things, they were ready to. So I, I had everything done when we left for Prague. Everything for Prague and beyond was done and just waiting on the counter. When I picked up the first bin. Underneath it was a giant pile of Christmas cards from 2022. So there was some mail there, a couple of bills, a check for me. Yeah. So, yeah. It's really oh, no. Shit. Yeah. Sitting there. And I was like, look, did somebody get the Christmas cards and divert them? Because it's sort of last the, year? Shel- the garage <laughs> shelves where it is. It's, it's very near what could become a dumping ground when you're entering the house. So oh. I'm sure somebody just plopped it there. And then somebody said, I screamed at them last year, I'm certain. Go put this back in the fucking rah, rah, rah. And then they were like, boop. So, yeah. So thanks for the Christmas card from two years ago, people that now live in Sweden. Like, all that kind of stuff. Oh. Yeah, ridiculous. So I have not gotten mail or know about mail. I'm sure that's a today problem. I feel like a lot of people who used to send holiday cards have pulled back and are not sending holiday cards anymore. Is is that something that's going obsolete? Holiday cards or yes, they are. Yes, yes, and I yeah, it is, it is, it is, it is, it is, and I don't think it is only a sign of the times. I think that this was another COVID casualty because during COVID, not only was it difficult to pull off, it also could not be done difficult to pull off in the sense that the habit here is that you take a family photo at some point throughout the year of whatever style, and then you include that in your Christmas card, whether it's a candid thing of you guys on vacation or you do a specific setup of, or the kids need senior photos for high school, whatever it is, and that gets in the Christmas card and you send it out to everyone everywhere, and it's a large list. Well, that shit didn't happen in COVID. You couldn't get it done, and there was no vacation to be had, and there was no photo to be had, and largely, that's also when Mr. DeJoy, thank you very much, started fucking with the mail. So shit wasn't arriving on time. It tripled in cost, all the things. It, it was just 
not and you couldn't get sh- shutterfly to print shit people weren't going to the office so it, there was a huge interruption in year one and I just don't think it sprang back people started putting it on social media now I'm getting hey we're not sending a card this year so here's the picture we would have put out and I'm posting it fuck you or what I mean I guess they say cheers I'm confident they don't <laughs> say fuck you but they are saying fuck you to that time honored tradition of I mean I remember years several friends of mine you included hired a photographer you guys my favorite we always do my favorite year for you you will remember before I say it is when you all decided to have a massive pillow fight and you just had glorious faces pillow like feathers everywhere took six years to clean up you still find feathers coming out of your rectum it is and was and it will always be the iconic family photo shoot that got the best card ever is it because I our love kids that one and, yeah. are older now that we're like, uh, this <laughs> is for people with little children. This isn't for us. Or really, is it COVID that just the interruption prevented the inception again? Like, is that which is it that our kids are older and we don't give a fuck? I still sent them out this year, by the way. I don't think it's our kids are older and we don't give a fuck. I don't. I don't think it's that. I think that so much of the COVID interruption was a disruption that became a choice, right? If you can, once you have this disruption and the world doesn't end, once you have this disruption and you realize you can manage it, once you have this disruption and the thing that felt non-negotiable is suddenly very, very, very tolerable, then you think, okay, that's $800 that I can just keep, that I can just keep between the postage and the printing and the session itself. So in our case, we're not great about showcasing our photos. This is one thing that I've really been concerned with in the past four or five months. So I'm excited to change this in 2024. Our house is devoid of, you wouldn't know who lives here. I think you know who lives here by our choices, but there are no faces in our house. There are almost no mirrors and there are very few faces. Other people's houses are not like that. You walk in and it's family, 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 family. And that's our focus. So why do I not have it reflected back to us? If anything, I started the idea of forcing a family photo under the guise of we must have a Christmas card every year, partly because we live far away and it's a connector for us. It's one way to say we're still here. So we send it to all the folks that we don't see, right? But also to document this year, we have a a record of our family. We have not had that record in four years, four years. And it sucks because the last family photo we took right around COVID sucked so hard. I paid for it and I won't use it and I won't show it to anybody. And I just haven't done it since. Right. So four years, man, I want to get back. I want to get back to you. And the people don't look the fucking same. They really don't look the same. So there's going to be this huge jump. Right. I have such respect for people that do funny setups and that they do like every year. My my former roommate and great good friends and actually at one time work colleagues who I've loved so much every year they do a music album riff. So every year they take one of uh, like they've done uh, Kiss. They've done the Beatles. They've done this year was police synchronicity. They've done Abbey Road and they Photoshop themselves. They go out and take a photo of themselves staged to look like that cover. Their whole family. We have and that. And then they Abbey Photoshop Road it one. into the thing. We did that. <laughs> and then it 
and then it uh and then they send it out so and they're just they're so well done because i mean he's a graphic designer too so it's the kind of thing where of course it's well done but it's just the intention and the fact that it's fun we had friends this year whose kids took a photograph they did the thing where you go to sears effectively and take the world's worst photograph like those cheesy bullshit you know, somebody's head's floating in the top corner, Olin Mills style photo. And they gave that to their parents of the kids, the siblings and the kids for Christmas. So I love the idea of photos. I don't do anything with them. I got to do, I got to do better. You send out magnets to everyone. I do. At year end, which are much beloved and adored. They're on our craftsman red upright tool chest out in the garage. So we, that's the only thing of metal that we have to put metal. on them. But we love it and we keep them. Yep. I am. Um, I did send one so out this it's, year. It's a tradition that's dying. I yeah. did not stop during COVID, but I learned a very important lesson during COVID when I sent mine out. Dear listener, if you're a regular listener, you know, my mother saw it and she said, boy, I see where you've put on your weight. And I thought I'm buying a Peloton tomorrow. So that was the genesis. Yeah. Her rude comment to you. Yeah. Totally unsolicited, untrue, non-factual I was a little insult. Doughier. I was a little doughier. Launched you. Yeah. launched you into a lifetime of fitness, which is hilarious. And nobody me. else could do that. Honestly, I can tell you I don't give a fuck what she thinks, but in reality, I don't give a fuck what anybody Score thinks. Score one for childhood trauma. But that's yeah. it. It just, okay. it's right, spun right back around. And I thought, this feels insanely <laughs> familiar. So we did not stop. And this year I sent out a magnet and your number of $800 probably if my husband's listening in the car right now made him crash into a tree. That is not what I pay. Um, but I have gotten, cause I don't, I don't hire a photographer. I just find this year's best picture. We took a vacation. Well, You're dropping 400. You're dropping 400 on the thing that goes in the mail. If, if you're dropping a penny, unless you've trimmed your list to the best and brightest. So well, if you've that's all also the true. I have, I have definitely, I think when I started, I started doing it because people sent us cards and I wanted to share and it was a lovely thing. We were young. I used to send gifts. Look, if you, and I have this thing about the mail, which makes me loathe Louis DeJoy more than most. I still Bingo. will write a thank you note. I still will send a letter. I still will do the thing that brings me such joy when I open my mailbox, which is send and receive mail. I love that. And I, I because I love that, I'm not going to stop. You can't stop me, Lewis. You can't stop me. So this year I sent them out. I got an incredible deal because I did them early. We took in a what could have been an amazing vacation to Cabo, which turned out to be 107 Woo! degrees every day, no air conditioning. And the magnets were so inexpensive this year. I didn't understand why, but it turned out it's because they were the size of a business card. They're not large. They're not impressive. But it's our family in Mexico, and I really just asked everybody in that magnet to just make good choices in 2024. My ask isn't what it used to be. It's not a demand of have a great year, make brilliant. I usually do a play on our last name, which is brilliant. Did not do that. It was all I could do to get it out. It was, a, but you're right. My list has dwindled because I don't care about mm, anything anymore. So the fact that I still do something like this <laughs> is, is thank you. 2020 shocking, yeah. right. For taking us out at the knees. And unlike <clears> the swamp <throat> thing, I'm not growing back the way he did. And slowly, slowly is all I have to say. I was wondering if you had noticed, but you haven't because you haven't even looked at your mail in the last two weeks, that people have I have slowed. noticed. Normally, 
it normally, even in the beginning and Hanukkah, some people do it time to be closer to Hanukkah. And when it doesn't align with the end of the year and Christmas and Kwanzaa and all that, all the is Diwali in there, all the all the stuff that bunches up at the end of the year when Hanukkah is really early, then the Christmas card getting season is real long. Some people now start at fucking Thanksgiving. So but it has dwindled over the past. Yeah, they'll send a Thanksgiving That's card. Crazy. Some people send a New Year's card just to get away from it. I right? do New Year's. Uh, That's mine. A New Year card. Because Hanukkah, not a fucking holiday for the Jews. I'm sorry. It's not it's not a holy day. It's a holiday and I don't give a fuck. And again, you just had Christmas. You have men in your house. Really, what you're giving them is like a Venmo transfer. You want clothes? Yeah, what you want? Like, what do you even do for grown ass men for Christmas? Your family must, your exchange a, must have been sad this year. It, it usually is, and with increasing frequency, the little one. Really just wanted <laughs> highly <one>. specific, <laughs> I six foot, it only wanted highly specific clothing that had to be ordered via drop where he coordinated with me, sit here and when the clock strikes one, now immediately press click. So he knew exactly what he was getting and if anything was just waiting to unwrap it. So there was, and there's excitement there yeah. because yay, I get this exactly dumb what you want. That I wanted hot diggity dog. The other one. Dog, for Brog, didn't dog. didn't really want anything except a particular book. Got him that. Got him a couple of other books and basically gave him apartment money. He's moving into an apartment. So that was fun for him and exciting. Oh, at the very last minute, came up with a perfect gift for him that he adored. And I'm telling you because you're actually, you might not know it's a thing. He adored it. And every my mom, we do this in my parents' house, was like, I need that for me. I love this. This is a great idea. Tell me. It is a small printer that prints the photos from your phone. Yeah, the, but it's not and they, ink they, printer. It's a heat printer, they, right? It's like a Polaroid. It's like a Polaroid for your phone. Love it. So you plug it in, and they print out, in his case, on basically sticky back paper because he makes journals for um, his friends from his travels, all the places they've gone I together. And so now he can take their pictures paste them into the journal immediately and it's done and it works out and it's great because they're kind of small-ish. It's like a three by four size yeah. output. Really cool, really groovy, cheap, fun, nice little techno gadget. The middle one was telling everybody, partly because he really does deserve to get nothing, was telling everybody, I get nothing. <laughs> he I'm gets nothing. everything. I'm not getting anything. This is the boy who got the Thank couch you. when he went Thank shopping you. for a Brita filter. He got a couch. He yeah. got a table. He got... Probably yep. a new Xbox yep. for all I gets know. It's a car. It gets whatever he fucking wants. Yes. Gaming computer, whatever you want. Yep, 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 yep. Money, 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 money. He really money. sat there okay. and said, I got nothing. I'm not getting any I'm not getting anything. I don't even know. I didn't ask for anything. I know I'm not getting anything. What would you even get me? I know there's nothing coming. He said this to so many people and for so long that people started to pity him and saying, I'm sure that's not true. And then look at me. Similarly to how they looked at me in Prague, not even speaking the language. Where every old woman and grandma in Prague would look at him and then look at me as if to say, wow, look how you failed us all. Because here's this giant six foot two man walking around in 38 degrees in shorts and hey dudes in Prague. Like an imbecile. He brought shorts to snowy Prague. Okay. And the women looked at me like... What are you fucking doing, lady? I'm like, he's an adult. He's 18. <laughs> he's an look adult. at him then. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. <sighs> anyway, I got him the stupidest thing that one could get, which, of course, was perfect. 
So I got him a too heavy to lift portable party speaker. Yeah, that's that what they want. That has its own light show in it. You drag the it. JBL giant. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly so, what they you, want. And then it has this programmable, the speaker itself has lights embedded. So it does a whole like, you know, hey now, whatever it does. So, and he just did, had no idea how I could have come up with this at all. And it was the coolest thing. Where did you even think? Why did you think I wanted this? And this is very cool. And we were playing with it all day. And I'm like, maybe it's because one of your idiot friends left theirs at our house six months ago and you refused to give it back because he couldn't, he didn't know who left it there. Right. It was some, uh, one of the attendees left it. And he asked people, whose is this? And no one knew. And he's like, score! And then, like, three weeks later, the person was like, hey, that's mine. And he's like, oh, great, here you go. But for a while, he was like, this is awesome. And it was theirs was all bent and shitty. But anyway, so he got that, and he was very happy. So now he can tear it up and act a fool, just like he did buying that stupid car. You Did I tell you about him buying that car? Yeah. Did we already cover that? Yeah. Or did we miss it? Yeah. So now now the, the car from... Uh, from garbage mouth who was literally the man he bought the car from right bought a pimp cadillac with ridiculous rims now he's got this trunk sized speaker so i'm i'm creating a degenerate merry christmas that's what he's doing shorts wearing degenerate i don't think he's a degenerate i think i think he's got a very he's on a path yeah um (laughs) do you remember when you came for lacrosse to my area out of my area and usually you went yep. to a place called founding farmers with the whole team you took oh, yeah. up a, and it was amazing their food's very good they've got a Delicious. breakfast buffet that's to die for small it's, batch it's, everything uh, you get back in line you don't even want to call it, you don't even want to call it a breakfast buffet it's more like a wedding event it is kind of really is stunning. yeah kind of is it's not even breakfast my favorite thing there are the well, I guess the candied bacon that's passed and all everything there is good. Mm-hmm. You get a full chicken dish and then dessert and then you can go back and get an omelet made for you. It's amazing. So good. Do you mm-hmm. know that restaurant, in addition to others in this area, are charging a wellness fee now for their employees? <laughs> Three to five percent on top of your check is to help pay for <sighs> health coverage and other incidentals for their employees. I don't think their employees get health coverage. I think it's coverage for when they need to be out for health reasons. You know, your wait staff makes $2.48 an hour and relies on tips, right? Is that still the case? I don't. It's because I am freshly back from another country's experience where their treatment is vastly different. Everything there that you need to live is low cost, accessible, high quality, and provided for you. So your rent, your health care, your food, and your jobs are all, and your transportation, right? Effectively free. They're either so inexpensive. Subsidized. You can, case in, case in point, six pastries and two espressos cost $5. $5. And the pastries were better than any pastry you can get here. But that's they not were that's that's legit. extra. That's not stuff you need to survive. You describe two separate things. Unless in Prague okay, you need Okay, so then you take No, no, and you take you take the public transportation to get there yeah. and it costs a sum total of $150 a year for an all access pass to anywhere throughout the entire country wow. forever. Like it's just it's just crazy. So it's effectively wow. pennies a day. 
yeah, you can get anywhere, you're in, blah, blah, blah. So, and when you go out and you try, there's no tipping. There's no tipping. So the cost is the cost, and the cost is very reasonable, if not dirt cheap because of the conversions. It feels cheaper than it is, right? So proportionally, we're making out better than just the way the conversion is. And the tipping, if someone does the most extraordinary job yeah. ever, you, you might tip them 10%. If you try to tip them 15%, they get offended. They get offended. Like, what are you, like, ew. Do I look poor to you? Is that why you're giving me money? So, Well, it's just like, it's like, what is that? It's just so not done. Okay, so here in America, you don't have a living wage to carry me my plate from the kitchen because your employer refuses to pay you. So now they pass on that charge to me, to me. In your tip. In the form of a wellness fee. Well, no, here's the, no they said it's for access to affordable health insurance, increasing labor costs, and new wage-related legislation. They're doing it to offset losses and debt accrued as a result of the pandemic. That's not wellness. I mean, that's your wellness, but what? Right, right. They're right. using it for napkins, silverware, supply chain thing, aprons, kitchen. What are you? And they're not hiding it, which I kind of respect and, and disgusted by I, at the same I time. But I, I don't. I don't respect it. I, I think they are hiding Why it. Why can't I you would raise prefer... the price of my waffle by yes. a dollar and raise the price of my omelet? And then it's up to me to decide I don't need a $16 omelet and I can choose to go somewhere else. But to do that in... Because they perceive and believe yeah. that people will no longer go out to eat. But guess what? They're going to figure it out. The, the total cost of the bill is the total cost of the bill. Whether you go into it realizing it or you just get shanked at the end, you're going to realize it soon enough and not come back. It's just how it works. I it wonder is. if they've Everything lost business has, because of this like wellness fee clearly labeled I on think your everybody, bill. I think everybody, I think that the industry has lost business across the board and continues to and is finding its way into what's next for all of us. And I wish this was more of a pivot moment. I wish this was a chance for all of it to shift at the same time. The growing pain is when not all of it shifts unilaterally. There was the 99 cent Taco Bell menu and it that was that was 30 years ago it was 99 cents for the Taco Bell menu and it's still a dollar 29 for a taco. It, I think the cost of a taco has increased more than 29 cents in 30 fucking years. I you know burgers are still you used to get up until about 18 months ago you could get a $5 meal. Now it's 9, 10, 11, 15. Look at the meal you're talking meal, about Which is though. probably what it should be. But that's probably what it should be. So we have artificially kept the prices at such a level that now we're at an inflection point. And what I really want is for, if it must change, let's have it change everywhere across the board so that people get a living wage. People who are purchasing right. understand right. it just costs this now. I don't want my house to cost what it costs. I, think of what your parents paid for their house. Oh my God, right? no, I'll kill myself. Think of myself. what your grandparents no. paid for their house. Should we are we are at a moment. Think of the '80s. You know when you would when when you were when I was in high school in the early '80s, wages jumped right at that same time. So right when you started high school, you would think about what is a good job. Nineteen, twenty, twenty-one thousand, twenty-four thousand dollars a year was a really good job. By the time I graduated, that was a joke. If you weren't making forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year, 
to start. People were looking at you like, how, could how did you this eat? happen? It, right. it went like that. We're at another moment where the prices feel so great, like for cars and everything. It's so ridiculous and happening so fast. We just have to adjust. As my friend Lindsay says, I don't like it. I want to grab her and shake her and say, stop it. She says, it's not going down. They're not going to get, they're not going to magically come down again. They've gone up. So get used to them because I was like, I'm not paying it. I waited for a year and a half before buying my kid a car because I couldn't stomach how ridiculous that she's like, they're not going to come down. The prices have gone up and they're going to stay up because that's how, that's where we live now. That's what, that's what's happening now. Following that theory, we bought a car six months before we had to buy a car because we knew it's not getting better. And we watched the used car chaos and the whole, we're like, I guess we're going to get this car because it seems like. Some old lady drove her to church for three years and she's not driving anymore. And we're, it's an opportunity we're not going to let go. So we did the same thing on the other side, but I don't like any of those changes. And nobody asked me, nobody cares. I'm not paying your wellness fee. Since I read that article, I have not been back to founding farmers. And they're not the only company who does it in their seven locations. Other companies are like, you know what? I can charge more as long as I'm open about it. I'm going to do that. What is something you can think of that you would just pay more for because it's part of your day? For me, it might be an omelet, but what is something that you just now have to pay more for and lump it? I do. It's not that I am excited about it. I don't accept it. I don't even absorb it and say this is how it is. I resent it heavily, and yet I must because there's no way not to. And it's basic foodstuffs, butter, eggs, milk, there, it's a sin. Those three things, that's 20 bucks. If I buy butter, eggs, and milks, it's, it's $20, no matter what I do, no matter how shitty a brand I buy. And in the case of, well, all three of those items, I, I also pay for a higher end of each one of those things because it's important to me for various reasons. So I'm already kind of screwed in those, in those things. And I will cut other, I have cut other things out of my life. My go-to move is to make more, earn more. That continues to be my go-to move. So this year, I'm really curious about, really excited about, I'm looking forward to all the ways that I am going to dramatically X up and increase all of my income, revenue, spending power, you know, uh, what's the money that you don't need? Disposable income. All of these things are just dramatically increasing all around me effortlessly. I'm so excited for that to happen so that I won't be as aware of the giant Johnny jump up in prices and the inflation. But up 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 up. Oh fuck. Do you still have a full house right now? I have a full house right now and I will for another 2 days and then even as we speak the eldest who he got he really had the rawest of all raw deals. So he had this glorious time in Prague 4 months came home for with all of his world right possessions right, right he had everything months, with which to fly and plus the extra possessions because they had great shopping there so he bought like basically a whole new wardrobe okay came home with all that shit dumped it washed it immediately went to delaware for four days came home this morning woke up 6 a.m and began packing because as of tomorrow he gets in a car with a van and drives to a brand new apartment that he gets to move into so before, because he moves in on the 28th. Yep. So he is. Yeah. And I get to, I refuse to move sofas, but I'll drive the truck. So that's what's happening. Yeah. It's a lot of fucking. Wow. So we lose you him. Are busy. 
Then in two weeks, we lose the middle one again, back to J term and school. And then uh, I'll be in Florida at that point. I got to go to Florida twice next month. So a couple of, I don't even know, whatever. It's happening. So, More travel. So your son goes to a, uh, a school of incredibly, uh, I don't want to say spoiled, but I'm going to try to stop me of incredibly spoiled. Are you talking about, are you talking about um, junior speaker with the, with the pimp ride and who, who studies at the country club? Is that who we're discussing? That's exactly who I'm discussing. And I want to tell you middle passage. Yeah. When you mm-hmm. describe that he has, how did you phrase it? He has um, everything, but crab legs with his <laughs> dinners and he has. Oh, just- right. Yes. Yes. Their meal plan includes uh, filet mignon. It includes king crab legs. They have, he was telling us they have a pasta station, which he likes a whole lot. So they have uh, chefs standing there with frying pans, and then you pick out your, your cooked pasta shape and then your mix ins, and they put it in a frying pan and sauce it and heat it for you individually and serve that to you on your plate. This is fucking meal plan. It's a country this is club. College that's meal a plan. country That's what we used it's to ridiculous. do Sunday night dinners at the country club. But I would like to tell you. That in December, I saw a post prior to the holiday of a friend who who is now no longer on the holiday card list, but still strangely on Facebook. Ooh. I just, why? Like, why? Uh, you don't care about me. Why, why am I still sending you a picture of my beautiful, beautiful children? Fuck you. You could take a shit in the mail and mail it to Fuck them. Fuck you. Go. Um, here is, ah. name that school, okay? This school oh. posts... Hi, we understand you have a lot on your plate right now. Study for finals, check laundry, finishing packing to drive home, get the car ready to drive, calm mom and dad down about your drive, between finals and packing, preparing your drive home, preparing mom and dad, repeat, repeat. The checklist could be never ending, especially when you just keep repeating the same thing. But don't worry, this university has got your back. From December 9th to 13th, from 10 a.m. to 12 noon, students can conveniently bring their cars to the parking deck where skilled technicians will check oil levels, tire pressure, tire depth, windshield washer fluid, and perform a brake inspection. No appointment needed. What? I'm going to fucking drive over there. I'm going to fucking drive over there. What? These pansy little (laughs) bitches. These pansy ass little bitches. Whatever happened to being stranded on the side of the road, stick your fucking thumb out and God bless you. Pull up your pant leg. (laughs) Get a little attention. They could use a a little grit. They could use a little grit. Do you immediately know what university this is? It's got to be his. It's not. Fuckers. Is that my son's? No. Oh, God. It's one worse. Oh, is it near me? Yes. Got to be High Point <laughs> University. High Point University. The premier life skills university. What the yeah. fuck? High Point. Okay. So High Point University was a client of mine back in the day. Uh, so, and we tried to make them an even more significant client than they were. So we had some high level meetings with some high level folks. It worked. And Nito Quibane is the, Nito Quibane is the owner of that thing. And I mean owner. Because basically, it was a no-nothing, do-nothing location that he pummeled, or excuse me, dumped tons and tons and literally tons of money into and the community surrounding it and has transformed that place thoughtfully into a country club that mirrors a learning institution. And here's why. He would tell us when we would go on these meetings, he was so proud of his campus. 
he would say, other places where you go have plastic tables and chairs in their dining hall. But we're so close. So close. High Point is the home of the international home furnishings market. All true. Yes. They would pride themselves on having leather furniture everywhere. So they made partnerships smartly with all the furniture manufacturers to have leather every like just high end furnishings as their seating. Right. I thought part of that that was they had like animals there and they teach you the best cuts of meat and they kill the animals and make furniture and do like it just became what are one the, of the finest One of things? the things that he told us, well, one of the things that he told us, I don't know if it's still true, but I was told this by them on a tour of their fucking okay. place. And it's the kind of place where when you show up, and I was there for work. I was there to have business to business relationships. This was, I didn't have students anywhere near it. It wasn't about having me as an enrolled or attendee or any okay. of this shit. I wasn't being recruited, right? They were just showing their facilities. One of the things that they were so proud of, and the technology, everything was the newest, greatest, best it was a candy land of the best fucking tech for every major. So you did walk there and have pie-eyed thinking, you guys may not have any credibility, but you sure bought your way in. Like, that's how it felt. It was like, okay, I could be the first person here to be the genius. I could do it. Anyway, the thing that they told us, they said, other people have dining halls, but we're teaching future CEOs here. So we have the first class suite. Oh, my God. And they have created one. To feel like an airplane so that you sit and know what it's like to sit in first class. Oh, my God. A steakhouse. Then they had a steakhouse That's where it's was. required jacket, jacket and tie so that you make sure you know manners for the C-suite. And this is part of the college experience. So you can go get your hamburger or whatever, or you can go to the first class hangar and sit and know what first class is like. Really? 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 This is what it is. This is what it is. And a lot of people with a lot of money go there. Yes. But what do you think they're churning out? I think time was this place was well, a private, first of all. So I think time was this was a place for students of means with a future whose academic performance maybe had not yet caught up with their potential. So they're okay. going to go somewhere and and not fall behind. Right. So they're going to get a quality education. It's going to cost them a little bit more because maybe the entrance requirements weren't as great or weren't as met or there was a stumble they had to get over. So, And I do know that it's called HPU. I do know that HPU heavily recruits out of the Northeast. So a lot of folks up in the Northeast who maybe aren't going to MIT, Tufts, whatever. And don't – so here we give it – we kick it around a little bit as you do things that are in your own backyard. I'm sure it's, it's nationally ranked in lots of stuff. So they're, they're doing just fine. But I also told my kids, you can apply there, but you're not going there. I don't care that you get in. Pass. So We're having that conversation like you time, about like yeah. Harvard Law yeah, yeah, School. Yeah. First of all, Harvard's coming out. <laughs> I, I honestly feel like both of my kids are contenders if it wasn't such an anti-Semitic university. And there I've said it. Um, <laughs> bam, I dropped that. I want to tell you a funny story about my girlfriend whose son graduated from a, an Ivy League school and moved home prior to applying for medical school. They must have squirrels in their attic, right? You hear the scamper, scamper. You know when the weather starts getting cold, the outside creatures tend to want to come inside and live <gasps> inside. No. So we, we've had a, a similar <laughs> sound in the walls and, and we've hired our exterminator to take care of that situation. My theory is we built a house on their land. 
I'm sorry we took it. It was, it was. You're not poltergeist, though. At a certain point, they're not building houses. Amy. So tough and move Amy, on. Amy, I made a poltergeist reference four times this week because we have sinkholes that are taking down houses and cars. And if you, we are not built on an ancient Indian burial ground, I don't know what the fuck's happening here in Malvernistan. That's them fucking squirrels. Well, that's them fucking squirrels. So her, that's what it is. Her, their family has heard it. So they have said, uh, hello, in Trapper. Please get these fuckers out of our house. Uh, uh, please, please, please. So one night, my girlfriend is sleeping and her son comes into the room like only the creepiest of creepers and stands over her and scares the <laughs> shit out of her. Oh, my as God. As they do when they're little. Yeah. But now when you're 22, 21, 22, it's kind of like, if you have a problem that you can't solve, tap me. Don't just stand over me like a creeper. He said he... Or how about use the phone? Yeah. He said okay. he couldn't sleep in his room because of the screaming of the squirrels. They must have gotten caught in traps in the attic and they couldn't get out and they were just screaming to get out. And he had to leave his room, obviously wake everyone else in the house, go to a separate room in the basement or somewhere else to try to get sleep. And I thought, oh my God, that's awful. What did you do? Hmm. Now there are these, I I feel badly, but I don't feel that badly. Squirrels, mm, fuck you. So I... There's so much in this. There's so much in this. So this means it's a humane trap. How is it humane that you're going to torture this fucker? Because what are they going to do? They don't release him. They just take him around the back of the truck and X him off at that point. They're just not doing it in your house. These squirrels is dead. So this is torture before death. Correct. That's exactly what it is. Torture before death. So it's not humane. Just fucking kill it. It's not humane. You might as well have poisoned it and then sent it back into the world out to go get food to die out there. They sleep. They just get real groggy. It's like a nice satuka high. And then all of a sudden, oh, it's warm in this place. And now I'm dead. And now I'm happened. dead. Meanwhile. It's a good way to die. Meanwhile, now you got. Screaming. Or whatever a screaming squirrel is like. Screaming. I what thought, the fuck? I thought the mice, whatever they fed them, I thought it was glass. Like had glass in it and not. Uh, <gasps> and they went out into the world and died. Which means my dogs are going to find them either way with glass in them. Are they going to eat that? Like the whole thing is disturbing. I don't like the extermination of things. And then okay. she ca- what? she called the guy back to come empty the traps. And I, w- you must have caught them. Please go release them. Uh uh-uh. He came back down from the attic holding a bag, a canvas bag that you usually see with a dollar sign on it, like full of money, full of dead squirrels. No. And he walked down from the attic with a bag of dead squirrels, and he left. He left his Frico traps up in their house? More traps, yes. He redid the traps and took a, a big full bag of dead squirrels with him. And I thought, I hate everything about this story. I can't wait to tell Amy. I, can't, I hate everything about it. But I don't think that humane death that you, you had planned you. is real. Nope. I got to tell you, my horrible friend, Green's Burrito, he bought a, he bought a gun. And he's been shooting his damn squirrels. Did I tell you this? No. Already? Have you heard about this? No. What kind of yeah, gun? He shot him. He shoots them. Some kind of gun. Like a BB so gun? He probably. But it's a kill. It's a squirrel death gun. I mean, it's not like a fucking bazooka, but it's a death gun. Like, it's not intended to make them think, ouch, I'm going to walk on. No, this is toink, brain done. Well, he's got to have good aim to get brain. Super dead. Okay, so first of all, he's plagued by vermin all the time. So in their for- former house, they had raccoons 
in their in their fucking Fuck. attic eating shit and scampering. And then they called somebody who plays traps. And then the raccoon traps somehow were on the side of the house. Oh, he took it out. In it. He took it out of the house. And the, ra- and the raccoon rolled down the side of the hill, got out, and came back in pissed. So the whole thing, so they ate their trash and fucked up their this shit. This is a Bill so Murray like, okay, movie. So this is like. Score one for the rodents. So they moved. They left that house. Fuck you. I know how to win this. Out. So they moved across town. They sold right, it. Right, close to us. Yay. Then the house they moved into backs up like ours used to, backs up to a massive, massive wood and ravine. And the squirrels had been all up on the deck. They bought an existing house. Yeah. So the squirrels, when people weren't living in it, had decided, hey, man, this is this our house. Siding. <laughs> Let's go. Yippee, yippee, yap, yap, chicka, chicka, chow, chow. So they were eating the siding. And eating the eaves of the back facing part of that, they would they would like jump off the trees, land on the deck, and then have a snack of wood particle, whatever right. that shit is, then go back and like hang out in the canopy. So they were on vacation, right? He didn't like this. My friend Greensboro decided, I don't like this. I don't want this to happen anymore. So they tried to shoo him off, tried to shoo him off. But this had become a habit for so long. Now he's like, I know what I'll do. Violence. So he took the gun and he started trying to shoot him. So now we got this idiot shooting into the woods. Who's in there? Could be another house Could be with children, kids. yeah. No one knows. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. That's why I asked if it was a BB gun, which you could pry out of the forehead of a small child who's playing in the woods, but you can't do that with... It's some kind of, he told me and showed me, but every time somebody says gun, I'm like, peace, I'm out. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to know about it. Goodbye. Oh, he showed you? There was a man who had a gun. That w- it was in his house because it's near the back deck. I think it's there like a fly swatter. You know, one would, Im- one would imagine, oh, here's a visitor. Let's kill it. I mean, I went to fast food on the way home last night on the drive, and the man had a visible gun. There was security at the fast food. Lights out, meatball. Okay, listen, friends, Romans, countrymen. Lend me your twat. I have I have closure here just to say. You don't. You don't. We are entering a new year. <laughs> the last three episodes we've put out have made our listeners emote in, in ways they weren't expecting. They weren't expecting to cry in the last three episodes that we had where you and I shared Aww. end of year, beginning of year, thoughts, feelings, all of these things. Uncle Earth. And, and it's good hugs. Your son's story telling started with you saying your son's story of I'm sorry, Professor, I could not do this assignment. I was too busy falling in love this weekend. And it it broke all of podcasting. We all fell on top <laughs> of ourselves. Ah. We couldn't believe ourselves. We cried the next week, week after week. We are going to give you a bye week on the tiers only because I am going to request that you all come back next week with your New Year's resolutions. I want you to come back and share like Amy started to today about faces in her house and and making it more us and warm and recognizable. We're all going to come back next week. The terrifying part, dear listener, is Amy has informed me that after today where we can do this wonderful project with some sort of anonymity, she's coming back and recording us. And I mean visually recording us. And you are get to, you're going to get right. to see how the sausage is made, which 
is not BTS, good. BTS, bitches. It's not good. Let's hit it's it. It's not good. We have been complaining about not having video of this fucking thing for over a year. And that ends with this very show. Next. I just got nervous. Recording. You will be recorded on video, full, high streaming quality, whatever that means. Get your <laughs> shit ready. And we're going to broadcast it out to the whole world. Wear a bra, do something, or don't. I don't know how many, what kind of listeners you want to attract, but we're going to get video and start putting it out there so you can see what we see when we do this. And I know that that is really your Christmas miracle coming to life. So she's saying you're welcome and I'm giving you a job because that's what Amy does. She gives gifts and I give jobs. The job you're going to have is to come up with your New Year's resolution. I don't want, I'm losing 10 pounds. I'm more, more so looking for kind of what Amy said. I'm missing what's most important to me is my family and you wouldn't know that if you walked in my house. And I am going to think about it because I have been on my Missy's third act plan for a very long time and I don't have a plan yet and I don't know what's next but it's you don't need a you don't need a plan we are jumping in no we're jumping into action that's all it is we're going to begin acting because as I heard yesterday in listening to Jeff Bezos who I normally don't really want to listen to he actually was sharing a wonderful tidbit and there are two kinds of decisions There are two-way door decisions and there are one-way door decisions. And two-way door decisions are easy to make because you can walk through that door and turn around and walk right back out. Okay. Do them. What are you fucking waiting for? What do you have to lose? We're we're treating a two-way door decision as a one-way door, right? You you don't have a future where you walk in one direction and can never look back. That's true. I can start some shit. That's not what Missy's third act is doesn't work it's a two we like to perceive that we are so smart strategic thoughtful and successful that every choice we make will inevitably lead to the highest and best possible result and the answer is fuck up's okay we're allowed to misdirect waste our time go in the wrong direction leave that fucking room it's a two door two-way door right We don't have to just say, I'm not going to start because once I go through that door, I can't ever come back. That's what got us here, you and me both, for the past year and a half, talking about second act, third act, business life, purpose in life. Fuck it. We don't know what it is. Fuck it. You heard her. Fuck it. We're called to do something, and the something is to begin. And when you find out, once you've begun it, maybe the lesson was, oh, I just learned I'm not supposed to do that. That's a good lesson. I didn't know too. that so before. We're just gonna act. Okay. <laughs> I did not know juggling <laughs> right? knives. And as was I not said in my future. And as I said to my child in a very different context, but I find great solace in this. If you think about being a criminal, but you don't do anything, you're not a criminal. You're only a criminal when you commit the crime. And the same is true with your life. If you think about being an artist, but you don't do any art, you're not an artist. You're just thinking about it. So That's do the so art, funny. do the thing. That's what I do loved about being a Jew when I was younger, because if you weren't Jewish, you had to, you had impure thoughts and you had to apologize for those. And you always had to say, oh, I, I committed this sin of, it ain't a fucking sin for Jews. If you think about something and don't act on it that way, you're like, oh, I thought about putting That's that right. pillow over my mother's mouth. And action suffocating is the barrier her. and the action is the realization. Right. Thought, plan, strategy, hoping for, thinking through, 
overthinking, analyzing, researching, testing the waters, all that stuff has value to a point and then it becomes a distraction and a delay technique. You got to fucking act. And once you act, you are in the process of acting, making, creating, doing, being the thing. You, success doesn't come from planning. Success comes from acting. Unless your job right? is to be a successful planner. But yes, your point is very well made. <laughs> and I guess next week when, dear listener, you come back. Oh, I did get feedback for you for this week. Motherfucker. We, we, um, Am I in trouble? We uh, had three episodes that we kind of churned out within two weeks yeah. instead of three. I don't remember which episode it was, but you talked about kissing on the mouth. And every human oh. I know wrote me, called me, texted everything and said, that is not okay. You don't just savage oh, for kiss fuck's people sake. on the mouth. It's not a thing. Nobody does it but Amy. And I thought, these are boring and sad people <laughs> who don't have love in their life. Okay. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, whoever wrote you, I've probably kissed them before, too, <laughs> and they liked it. That's a guarantee. Many of them were people you don't know and were horrified by Doesn't kissing matter. on the back. <laughs> but the next time you, first time you meet them, it's going to be a full open I thought that smooch. was going to get a little bit of play, oh and then my. it was all quiet. But I guess it's because we just, it did get because the play. Because you it left. bounced off me because I wasn't here. <laughs> you left. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. It erupted. Well, okay. So come back. Well, look, here's. <laughs> here's the thing i want to tell you this is a cheat for your year in yes. review right as people are as people are coming up with how cheat. am i going to do next year here's the cheat and i heard it i listened to podcasts myself and the mel robbins podcast I love her. if you're interested in yeah she's I love her podcast her. is is pretty good it's pretty good it has its moments it's pretty good okay and the cheat that she offers this time which is super helpful i don't even think it originated with her it's three questions that you can ask yourself to set yourself up for success, right? They're profound and they're super easy. And the questions are start, stop, continue. What am I going to start doing? What am I going to stop doing? What am I going to continue doing? And using those three, you're going to come up with a pretty good idea of a resolution bulb that you can live within for next okay, year. Okay, look at those right? three Be questions. Specific. Let us know how your life is going to change this coming year besides turning on TikTok and seeing our faces as you float by. I don't really listen to her podcast You're as much as I see her on TikTok and I because sure. she puts the pearls on there and that's where I love that. It's the same and they you're getting the highlight reel on TikTok. So it's you're doing just fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. ask those it's questions cool. and come back to us if you'd like to know how to do that. Dear listener, it's as simple as brilliant observations at gmail.com. Go to Instagram. While you're on Instagram, take a picture of your feet and say, I'm going to do better with caring for my feet. Whatever your... Or join WikiFeet. Like, whatever your deal is. Do only fans. All the things that you can do with your feet. Maybe only fans. That's where I thought you were whatever going. Whatever you're doing, make sure you get paid for it. Don't be giving it away for free. Like, let's be honest, we do every week. We are migrating to the Chinese government and we're just going to embrace the tick, the talk, the ticky to the ticky, the tick, tick, the talk, and you don't stop. And here comes the video. What's up? Let's hit it. We love you there guys. We, we hope that's where we're headed. This past year was your second best. Next year is what I'm trying to say is going to be your best year. Tell us what you're going to do to make it your best year. And we will 
show you us. Also, don't be judgy because we don't necessarily shower before we record. So, and we have squirrel traps too. So you, you, you just fuck you up. Please. Just watch it. <laughs> we love you. Lights out, people.